Revealing the person and ministry of Jesus through the teaching of God's word and the demonstration of power. The transforming word of God with Reverend Enoch Abisai. And now, today's word. Jesus. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7. A simple text that is our theme scripture for tonight. Hallelujah. Can we all read the word of God together? 2 Corinthians. We are reading together. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7. For we walk by faith, not by sight. Want to read it again? Second Corinthians chapter five, verse seven. For we walk by faith, not by sight. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. You may please be comfortably seated. I welcome you tonight, amen. I believe that tonight God has something for us, amen. Tonight we are going to be handling another mystery in the word of the Lord, amen. Tonight we are looking at unveiling the mystery of faith, unveiling the mystery of faith faith the mystery of the communion we handled and um, the mystery of the name of Jesus we handled for it to be operational we need an understanding of this mystery faith is very important in our work with God say amen God is no respecter of persons. Whatever he makes available to one, he makes available to all. So he told the disciples, what I say unto you, I say unto all. When you see somebody doing well, when you see somebody doing exploits for the kingdom, it doesn't mean that God has an interest in the person. What it means is that the person has received a certain level of insight that has given him a certain level of access in life. Amen. So God is no respecter of persons. He loves us all equally. But your level of knowledge will get certain things uh, available to you in your work with God. Say amen. There is no special preference to anyone with God. He makes equal provisions for everybody in the kingdom of God. Everybody has equal provisions. Romans chapter 10 verse 12. In the kingdom of God, everybody has the same level of provision. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all. So God is the same when it comes to everybody, every believer, every Christian. Say amen. Now, why are we supposed to look at the subject of faith? Why are we looking at the subject of faith? You cannot understand and apply your righteousness in Christ without faith. 
Number one, you cannot understand and apply your righteousness in Christ without faith. Romans chapter 1 verse 17. For you to know where God has brought you to, for you to understand where God has taken you from and where God has brought you to, you need an understanding of faith. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. So you understand the righteous works and the acts of God with faith. Say amen. Number two, by faith we activate by faith we activate or appropriate the blessings by faith we activate or appropriate the blessings and the provisions of christ made available to us by faith we activate or appropriate the blessings and provisions of christ made available to us that's why the bible says in hebrews 11 says without faith it is impossible to please god for anyone that cometh to him must believe that he is and he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him it takes faith to appropriate our blessing in the word of god it takes faith to take what god has put down for us without faith you will not handle the blessings of god destined for you but i pray tonight that somebody's faith will be touched in the name of jesus i said somebody's faith will be touched in the name of jesus faith is a message of victory faith is our access into our inheritance in christ Faith is what will give you access into our inheritance in Christ. And so faith is our message of victory. Faith is what gives us the victory. This is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. It takes, it takes faith to be victorious. It takes faith to enjoy your work with God. It takes faith to enjoy life. It takes faith to defeat the works of darkness. And so faith is a message of victory and faith gives us access into our destiny, into our inheritance in Christ. The next thing I want you to understand is that the bridge between your today and your tomorrow is faith. Faith is what gives you access into your destination. Whatever God has shown you, whatever God has promised you, wherever God is taking you to, it takes faith to get into your destination. The quality of life that you live is determined by your faith. How you enjoy life, the quality of your life is determined by the, the quality of your faith. The quality of your life is determined by the quality of your faith. We walk by faith, we live by faith, we receive by faith, we prosper by faith, we are healed by faith. Everything we do in this life is by faith. So please understand that faith is so crucial. You become born again by faith. You live the Christian life by faith. You receive from God by faith. You hear from God by faith. You act on God's word by faith. You are healed by faith. You are restored by faith. You are touched by faith. Everything you do in this kingdom is by this mystery called faith. Once you have a hold of faith, you have a hold of so many mysteries. Because the operations of the mysteries of the kingdom is, is hinged on faith. The operations of the mysteries of the kingdom, every mystery of the kingdom of God is hinged on faith. You need faith in order to roll out the mysteries that are in the word of God. Say amen. 
I said shout amen. amen. Now, what is faith? What is faith? What is faith? Number one, this one is the definition from the word of God in Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1. So faith is a substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. When we talk about faith, you are hoping for the thing, but you can feel it. It is tangible. So we said that faith is trust in the unseen and not the unknown. Faith is trust in the unseen. Faith is trusting in the unseen and not the unknown. What we mean by this is that when we talk about faith, you have not seen the thing, but you know it is there. You believe God will give you a car. I get in it. You have not seen it, but you know. You know. Tell somebody, I know. So faith is a knowing. Faith is a knowing. It's an individual thing. We can all be trusting God for something. You can't see it and you don't know it. With faith, you can't see it, but you know it. You know what you want. It is not cha-cha. You are not playing tricks. You know this is what I am expecting from God. It is not like anything, what go hopping, go hopping. That is not faith. Faith tells you this is what God is going to do and I believe him for that. So faith is trust in the unknown. You trust it. You have not seen it, but you know it is there. Shout, I know. What do you see God do in your future? You, you have not seen it, but I know it will happen. I know my God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above every other thing. Why? Because I have faith in him. I know it will happen. I know, I know, I know, I know. And that is faith. Faith is knowing. Even though you have not seen it, you know it. Even though you have not seen it, you know it. Lift up your hand and say, I know it. Shout it with faith. I know it. There are things God will do in your life. You must be aware. You must be conscious of it. Shout hallelujah. Faith is seeing beyond where you are to where you are going. Seeing beyond where you are to where you are going. Faith is seeing beyond what is seen to what is not yet seen. Faith is seeing beyond what is seen to what is not yet seen. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 17 to 18. Faith is seeing beyond what is seen. When we are talking about faith, it's not, it's not talking about tangibilities. You are not seeing it now. But the eyes, your, your eyes can see it. Shout amen. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, workers for us a far more exceeding weight of glory. Let's go to verse 18. While we look not at things which are seen, but things which are not seen, which things, for the things which are seen are temporal. We look not at things which are seen. You see, most of us, we only believe something when we see it. You only believe it when you see it. You believe you have the job the moment you get the letter saying congratulations. Then you know you have it. But faith is not talking about seeing it first. Even though it is not present, I know it is there. I know it is done. 
That's why the Bible said that which things we, we do speak, not with words which human wisdom speaketh, but with words which the Holy Spirit speaketh, comparing spiritual things unto spiritual things. It takes faith to be able to see with the eyes of God. But God, who speaketh those things that be not as though they were. So with faith, you say, I have the job. With faith, you say, I have first class. With faith, you say, I pass the exams. You have not, the results has not come. Your eye has not seen it. But there is something in you that can see beyond the unseen. And that is faith. Somebody shout, Amen. So faith is seeing beyond the unseen and knowing beyond the unknown. Seeing beyond the unseen and knowing beyond the unknown. If somebody will catch this spirit of faith today, something drastically will change out of your life in the name of Jesus. And I pray that there will be an impartation of the spirit of God in your life in the name of Jesus. If you can see it ahead, no devil can stop you here. If you can see it ahead, no devil can stop you here. No devil can prevent you from seeing. And so if you can only see it ahead, you can only see it ahead. No demon can stop you here. Do you remember the story of Joseph in Hebrews chapter 11 verse 22 and Genesis chapter 50 verse 25? Hebrews chapter 11 verse 22 is the same thing in Genesis chapter 50 verse 25. By faith, Joseph, when he died, made mention of the departing of the children of Israel and gave commandments concerning his body. When he was dying, he said that we will leave this place. This is not where you will live forever. This is not where you will die forever. So when you are going, carry my bones. This was a man of the spirit. His eyes were seeing something that people were not seeing. A dead man, but he could see into the future. Things that people could not. When you have faith, there are things you see. People will tell you you are hallucinating. Until you hallucinate, it is not faith. You, there are things you say. People will say, what kind of man is this? You are talking from a realm of divine perspective, not from the realm of human imagination. You are talking from the realm of God, not from the realm of man. That is faith. Somebody shout Amen. I said, shout amen. He gave commandments concerning his bones. He gave command. He knew that it will happen. Receive that spirit of faith in the name of Jesus. I said, receive the spirit of faith in the name of Jesus. Faith is seeing the outcome at the onset. You see the outcome at the onset. You enter into a relationship. You see wedding day before you propose. But before you propose, you are seeing wedding day. Before wedding day, you are seeing children. Before children, you are seeing cars. Before cars, you are seeing houses. You see the end. That is why, that, that is why a God sees. You see, faith is a lifestyle of God. God sees the end from the beginning. And the ancient from the things which are not. Saying, my counsel shall stand. So whatever God sees, he makes sure it come to pass. And God is saying, I want you to live my kind of life. Where you see things before it happens. You determine things before it happens. You are a prophet if only you can have faith. If only you can have faith. If only you can see. Tell somebody I can see. Tell somebody I can see. You must see. 
Say amen. amen. Say amen. amen. Number two, what is faith? What is faith? Faith is total dependency on the mind of God. Total dependency on the mind of God. Romans chapter 4. To faith is total dependence. Romans 4.18. Faith is total depending totally. Nigerians call it ogidigidi. On the, on, the, on, the, on the mind of God. Your faith is hinged on God's ability. Are you listening? Is somebody listening to me? Your faith is hinged. Your faith rests. My faith is built on nothing less. Save Jesus Christ and his righteousness. So your faith is based on what God can do. Say amen. amen. Who against him is talking about Abraham when he was, I mean, 100 years old, God promised him. He said, who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations? According to that which was spoken, God has spoken it. God, I don't know what God has told you, but God told Abraham something. Verse 19. And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead, when he was an hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. I don't know how dead the situation is, how dead your condition is, how dead whatever it is in your life. Verse 20, look at Abraham. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. What made him give glory to God? You see, faith is the, is the absence of complaining the absence of doubting that is faith he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief but he was strong in faith giving glory to God why 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 did why was he strong in faith verse 21 and be fully persuaded that he who has promised it is not about anybody but if it is God then he can do it. If it is God, then it is possible. So faith is having dependency on the mind of God, the abilities of God. He who has promised was able to do it. Somebody shout amen. amen. Lift up your hands and say, I believe in God. Let's say it with faith. I believe in God. You must believe you must believe. Your faith is based on that. When you stand and say that in the next few years, this and this and this and this is what happened. What will make you talk like that is in the, in the ability of God, of God. What God can do. If God is God, then he must be able to do something like that. And, and, and you see, God is not a man that he should lie. Neither the son of man that he should. Whatever he says, he does it. So faith is trusting in the mind of God. Everybody say mind of God. Say it again, the mind of God. Faith does not make God real. Faith is a response to a real God. Faith does not, is not what makes God real. God is already real. Your faith is a response to that real God. It takes faith to respond to the real God. Isaiah 54 verse 5 to 6. It takes faith to respond to the real God. Number three, what is faith? 
Number three, what is faith? Faith is total dependency on the word of God to achieve its results. Faith is total dependency on the word of God to achieve its results. Faith is a total dependency on the word of God to achieve its results. When you depend, you, you believe in the word of God. Can I take and say, act as if the word is true because it is true. Can I take that? He said that even if you don't believe it, you just act as if the word is true. Just believe it anyhow. Faith is seeing a picture of your future in the scripture. You see a picture of your future. What the Bible said is what you know will happen. No demon can change what God said. No power present or yet to come can change what God has said. See your picture, the picture of your future. From the if God has said it, then I depend on God's word. Lift up your hand and say, I depend on God's word. God said that by his stripes you are healed. Is it true? Can God heal you? Even though the sickness is still there, can God heal you? Faith says that I depend on God's word. When I look at the scripture, I see my future. Somebody shout amen. amen. I said shout amen. amen. I said shout amen. amen. He said you shall be the head and not the tail. Is it the scripture? Is it the scripture? Then it will happen in your life. Faith is trusting in the word of God. Whatsoever your hands will touch shall be a blessing. You start a business. You don't think, you don't think about failure because failure is not, is, cannot survive around you. You start it and you know it will work. Total dependency on the word of God. He said that whatever your hands will touch shall be a blessing. He said I will bless you and you shall be a blessing. The blessing of the Lord will come upon you and it shall overtake you. These are things that are in the word of God and faith makes you believe it. Raw, raw faith. Raw belief in a raw God who does raw miracles. He does raw, raw, raw things. May the Lord do a raw miracle in your life. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Second Corinthians chapter 1 verse 20. The promises of God is sure. They are here. They are amen. The promises of God. Whatever God says is true. If God said it, it will happen. Say amen. amen. When you look at the scripture, it's an indication of what God wants to do for you. Every scripture is for you. Every scripture is a prophetic writing for you. Don't look at the scripture and say, this one is for somebody. This one is for somebody. It's for you. Somebody shout, it's for me. Shout it, it is for me. Shout it, it is for me. Faith is having no opinion or belief. That is contrary to what God has said. Luke 5.4 Having no opinion or belief. Contrary to what God has said. If God said they don't have another opinion. When God speaks, he doesn't want you to show, he doesn't want you to tell him your mind. 
this is what I think. They said, look at Peter. Now, when they had left speaking, he said unto Simon, launch out into the deep and let your nest for a drought. Peter was a fisherman. He has been fishing for so many years. And yet, Jesus told him, Peter, just do that. Just, just, just do it. Tell somebody, just do it. Just tell somebody, just do it. The thing God said to you, just do it. That business idea, just do it. That ministry, just do it. That home church, just do it. Whatever he tells you, just do it. You remember what Mary told the people? He said, whatever he tells you, do. Whatever he tells you, do. Faith is believing in the words of the master. Believe in the words of the master. Verse 5, Luke chapter 5. Believe, believe. Take it raw. Tonight, take it raw. The word of God is coming raw. Take it raw. Believe in God. Don't have any opinion when it is God who said it. Don't have any opinion. He says, I give off and give tight. Don't have any opinion. If it is God who said it, he, he, he will perform his word. It's as simple as that. Somebody shout amen. Take it raw. If he says, I will lay hands on the sick, they will recover. Take it raw. If I lay, if it is God who said it, it shall happen. What did Peter say? And Peter answering said unto the master, said, we have talked all night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, forget about the foolish things I'm saying now, but nevertheless, once you have said it, at thy word, at thy word, at thy word. May the word of the Lord be clear to you from tonight in the name of Jesus. May the word of the Lord be clear to you from tonight in the name of Jesus. At thy word. That is faith. Faith says that once you have said it, I will do it. Once you have said it, I can have it. That is faith. Somebody shout amen. amen. Faith is seeing what God said. Or what God says. Faith. When you see what God has said. And when you see what God will say. That is faith. So Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 1. He says I will stand upon my watch. And I will watch to see what he will say. Watch to see what he will say. When God says it, see it. When God says it, see it. When God says it, see it. That is faith. Number four, what is faith? Faith is sharing responsibility with God to have one's desired delivered. Faith is sharing responsibility with God. Faith is sharing responsibility with God to have one desire delivered. John 21 verse 5 and 6. We are looking at another time when Jesus came to the disciples. Many of us think that when God says it, you can go and sleep and it will happen. I listen to what I'm saying. You saw what we read in Romans chapter 4, verse 17 about Abraham. God said to Abraham, you shall give birth. Even though Abraham might have been impotent at that time, there was a need for him to arrange a match between him and the wife. It was necessary. It was what? Because faith has you to has a responsibility for you. Any faith that leaves all the responsibility of God is a careless faith. God said to you, you will travel and you are waiting for the embassy to call you for a visa. How can it happen? 
God said to you, you'll finish school with first class. And you say, because of that, you are not learning. Every day you are in your room dancing, waiting, first class, waiting, first class. You'll finish with pass. There is a responsibility. You also have a part to play. Say, I have a part to play. Say it, I have a part to play. You see, taking a step based on the word of God is the act of faith. For faith without works is dead. Faith without works is what? Faith without works is what? God laid it upon your heart. You will marry a particular lady. You are there praying in tongues. Palabalaba, palabalaba. I possess her. I possess her. Is she a nation or is she a car? No. After doing katapatapa, katapatapa, dress, take your shower, put on some cologne, and walk to the sister's room and say, Sister, I see something about you. I want to marry you. You see, you have a responsibility to play. Is somebody listening to me? So, any faith that leaves the responsibility of God is careless faith. What has God told you? What have you done? What has God told you? And what have you done? Go to that scripture in John 21. He said, children, have you any meat? They answered, no. He said, I will not cast your net for you. You cast your own net. Cast your own what? Cast your own what? You have a part to play. I am God. I have said it. But you also have to move. And your step... It's an act of faith. Is somebody listening to what I'm saying? Your step is an act of what? So believe God. Somebody shout amen. I said shout amen. I said shout amen. So faith is active partnership with God to deliver results. Faith is active partnership with God to deliver results. God said to you, you, you'll be a great instrumentalist. And you, you, you wake up, you are watching a jacko. Watching Ghana movie. We know all Nigerian movies. There's no time for rehearsal. There's no time for learning. There's no time for preparation. Even though God has said it, it won't happen. Because you don't have faith. Faith is sharing responsibility with God. To deliver your results. Sharing responsibility with God. So whatever God said, you have a part to play. Is somebody listening to what I'm saying? Many of us think that yeah, when we have faith, when we have faith, yeah, we wait for God to move. Yes, it's true. You wait for God to move. But until you move, God does not move. Every movement in heaven is, is hinged on a movement on earth. He says that if you don't bind it, it will not be bound. There, there is a part to play. There is something you must do. So don't just sit down and waiting for God. That's why many people will sit down, sit down will be keep, keep on sitting on their destiny till they die. Keep on sitting on their destiny, waiting for the right time. I, you see, there is a good, it's good to get the right time. But most of the times, we base our, on, our lack of faith on waiting on God. When God has said, move. Move. Somebody shout amen. amen. Oh, I said shout amen. amen. You are going, you say you married this year. What, what, what role have you played? 
What is, no, you, your responsibility is, what is involved in marriage? What do I need? What are the processes? How long is the counseling in the church? Where is your wife? You say, I don't have the woman yet, but I'm preparing for the woman to come. Faith is taking responsibility, playing a role. Don't just go and wait as if God, you wake up one day and God has put the woman in front of you. Hey, Frank, take, marry. No. Take and marry. Take and marry. It will not happen like that. Say amen. Number five. What is faith? Faith is obeying God. Faith is obeying God to prove that you believe in him. Faith is obeying God to prove that you believe in him. Obeying God. Obeying God. So faith is also obedience. Faith is also obedience. God came to Abraham. He says, leave thy father's house. Go to a place I will show you. Abraham obeyed. And by that, God said, Abraham, you have you have faith. You have faith. So faith is obedience. God said it and you didn't obey means you, did, you didn't trust him. You don't believe in him. Is somebody listening to what I'm saying? So faith is obedience. Sacrifice your son. Your very son Isaac. Abraham obeyed. It was counted to him for righteousness. Why? Because he believed. What has God told you? And how much of what God told you have you believed? How much of what God told you have you obeyed? So obedience is an act of faith. It takes, you need faith to access God. You need what? To do what? You need faith to access God. One thing that causes the expressions of God in the life of a man is a heart of obedience. You need it. And that act of obedience is, a, is, 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 is faith. When you obey God, it's faith. Is somebody listening to me? Is somebody listening to me? We are in a service. Everybody is sitting down. And suddenly you hear a voice. Stand. Stand. It sounds foolish, oh. It sounds foolish to stand. The same way it sounded foolish when Abraham told Haran and his, and, and his the other people, I'm leaving. Why are you going to? I don't know. Because God didn't tell him where he should go. Where are you going to? I don't know. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Faith is total obedience to what God has said. So when you stood up in the meeting, when everybody was sitting, and the Holy Spirit said, lift up your right hand for two minutes. You say, ah, I've already taught you that when God says it, you don't have any opinion. That is a life you should live. If God said it, I can't explain myself out. If you explain yourself out, you explain yourself out of dimensions. You cannot be trusted. You cannot be entrusted. Is somebody listening to what I'm saying? So we must come to that place where you, you believe, you have faith, you obey what God has said. Somebody shout amen. 
I said shout amen. Receive the grace to obey the voice of God in the name of Jesus. Receive the grace to obey the voice of God in the name of Jesus. Receive the grace to obey the voice of God in the name of Jesus. When you are learning and you feel that learn this place, you say this place, the lecture, it didn't even stress. I don't think it's not in the past. You don't have faith. Faith is obeying what God has said. You can be in church like this. As you are preaching, God says, Give me, give me your phone. Show your phone. Give the phone to this person. Or when we close, give this person 50 CDs. To give it 50 cities. And you say, oh God, I mean how? When I look at the way he has dressed, he has even dressed nicer than me. Why should I? When God says it, you don't have opinion. If you want God to do business with you, be totally dependent and be totally obedient to the voice of God. To the voice of God. That was how come Abraham, Abraham became the father of faith. The father of it. He had drastic faith in God. Why? Because he had a heart for obedience. If God said it, I will do it. No matter the consequences. No matter the consequences. If God said, I will do it. There are certain things that God has led me to do. I don't, as of now, I don't know why he made me do. I don't know why. It is only when we get to heaven, he will tell you me that uh, when you did this, uh, it was because of that. We, I was in Guanxi some years ago. He said that pack your things and go to Upper East. Go and fast and pray. 12 hours or something like that. Go and pray. I didn't have any preaching appointment, nothing. He says pack your things and go. As simple as it is. As, at, as I'm talking to you now, I don't know why I went. In the dealings of God, God is not at the mercy of explanation. Take it raw. Do it raw. Leave the results to him. He, he, he knows how to make it happen. Somebody shout amen. I said shout amen. Number six. What is faith. What is faith? Faith is total dependency and confidence. Total confidence. Let's cut it short. Faith is total confidence in the faithfulness of God. Total confidence in the faithfulness of God. Born out of a deep knowledge of his character. Born out of a deep knowledge of his character. Total confidence in the faithfulness of God. Born out of a deep knowledge of his character. A deep knowledge of the character of God is the birthplace of faith. A deep knowledge of, you know who God is. Numbers 23, 19. He says, I am not a man that I should lie. Neither the son of man that I should repent. Whatever I say, I do it. So, when you know who God is, you know the character of God. That when God speaks, he does not lie. When God speaks, he does not change his mind. When what God told you yesterday still stands for today. 
What God told you about your future yesterday still stands for today. He is not a man that he should lie. He, is not a, he does not change his mind. He is an immutable God. He does not change his mind. Somebody shout amen. God told you he is great. Not that, I mean, because the seasons have changed, God has also changed. No. When you, you see, your faith should be hinged on the character of God. On the character of God. He said it yesterday, it stands for today. He said it five years ago, it stands for today. Somebody shout amen. amen. Psalm 89 verse 34 to 35. Psalm 89 verse 34 to 35. Now, please understand this. My covenant I will not break, nor alter the thing that is gone out of my lips. I will not change my covenant. Everything I have said out of my lips, I will not change. God said, I will not change. Are you listening to what I'm talking about? Your vision is as a result of God's expression. God's voice is what crystallizes into a vision. So whether you had a dream or a vision or and you slept and you saw something, it was God's voice. And God is saying that that thing that you saw, he will not change his mind. Somebody shout amen. Listen to me. What have you seen? What are you believing God to do in your life? If it is God who showed it to you, he will not change his mind. Verse 35. God will not change. Once I have sworn by my holiness that I will not lie unto David. Take David from there and put your name there. I have sworn by my holiness that I will not lie unto Enoch. I have sworn by my holiness that whatever I have said, I will not lie to Enoch. Somebody lift up your hand and say, God will not lie to me. God will not lie to me. Your faith should be based on that character of God that he is too faithful to what he says. Too faithful to what he says. He said, my words have gone out of my mouth and it shall accomplish the purpose for which it was sent to. It will not return unto me void. The word of God is sent for a purpose. And until it is fulfilled in your life, it is not returning back to God. Somebody shout amen. Every word of every word is as good as a speaker. I mean, she, Oviba, say, metoka amau, metoka amau. How can the person is working? Oh, me bow, me 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 Range Rover. The word that any man speaks is as good as a person speaking. If God spoke it, look at the person who said it. And have faith in it. If God said it, look at God. What is his, what is his, what has he done? What is his, I mean, huh? track record. What is his, what has he done before time, before now? What has he done in people? That he can pick Joseph from a nowhere. And when they thought it was his end, that was actually the beginning. I get what I'm saying. Joseph went into pit, he came out. He went into prison, he came out. He left prison and sat on the throne. Whatever God says, it shall come to pass in the name of Jesus. God is not a man that he should lie. I came here tonight by the Spirit of God. I don't know what God has showed you in your dream, in your vision, what God has spoken unto you, but it shall come to pass. It shall come to pass. It shall come to pass. Somebody shout, I believe whatever he said I believe it 
Come on, put your hands together for this God. Take your seat. Number seven. What is faith? <laughs> what is faith? Faith is functioning. Listen to this one carefully. Faith is functioning beyond the limit of the human sense to experience limitless possibilities. Faith is functioning beyond the limit of human sense to experience limitless possibilities. Breaking the limit of the human sense to experience a limitless possibility. Breaking the limit of the human sense to experience limitless possibility. I've already said in Gen Gen Genesis chapter 12 verse 1 to 4 when God said to Abraham leave and go to your father's house it did not make sense in Luke chapter 5 verse 4 to 5 cast your net to the other side it did not make sense but listen to me most things that make faith don't make sense most things that makes faith does not make sense what you <laughs> when you are working in faith many people will not will not will tell you that you are not making sense say amen. amen why because when your senses are in charge faith is in change you must kill your senses I, oh God, you said I should do it. I can't see it. God, you said I should do this. I can't feel it. I don't feel like doing it. When, when your senses are in charge, your faith is in change. If your faith will be liberated to function, then your senses must be captured. You must crucify your senses if you walk with God. Don't have the eyes of your own. Don't have the ears of your own. Don't have a skin of your own. Don't have anything of your own. As God has said it, I take it as raw as he has said Somebody shout amen. amen. I said shout amen. amen. So it takes, it takes killing your senses. Minister Frank, I, Minister Priest, I listen to what I'm saying. He said you are a great man. When you look presently, he said I can't see. What did he say? I, I, I told you to see something presently. Don't look at what the happenings now. Something, you, 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 must, you must kill the senses. And when I talk about senses, I'm talking about physical senses. Because you can kill your eyes, but yes, your eye is open. Your physical eye must close. You don't have to, we don't look at the things that are around us. But we look at the things that our eyes cannot see. Somebody shout amen. He says shout amen. God says she will heal the sick and say, God, I mean, when I look at myself, I have some pain here. I pray myself, myself, it didn't go. God says that you are too sensual. God cannot work with people who are sensual. They move by their senses. I cannot see it, so it's, it's not happening. God said, I'll buy a car at the end of the year. When I, when I see my account, I don't think it is possible. So now you are basing your relationship with God based on what you can see. Somebody shout amen. amen. I said shout amen. amen. Now, what are the levels of faith? What are the faith is in degrees. Faith is in levels. Faith is in dimensions. Now I want you to note this. Number one, faith is in level and that faith grows. Faith grows. 
We are not all at the same level of faith, so we are not all at the same level of impact. We are all not at the same level of faith. Our level of faith varies from one person to the other person. That is why our level of impact also varies. What somebody can do, you might not be able to do. The difference between you and that person is the level of faith. If you will grow your faith, you will grow your impact. If you will grow your faith, you will grow your impact. If you will grow your faith, you will grow your impact. If, if, if you want to see things change around you, then work on your faith. Allow your faith to change ground. Allow your faith to change level. Why? Because there are different levels of faith. Somebody shout amen. I said shout amen. That is what the disciples said in Luke chapter 6, Luke chapter 17 verse 5. He says, God help our faith, increase our faith. Your faith must increase. Tell somebody your faith must increase. And the apostles said unto the Lord, increase our faith. Now, so, what are the different levels of faith? Number one, and for this one, I pray nobody will be there after tonight. Number one, the first level of faith is what we call no faith or zero faith. Mark chapter 4 verse 40. Mark chapter 4 verse 40. And he said unto them, why are you so fearful? Why are you so what? How is it that you have what? No faith. There are many of us in the face of confrontation, we shake. Everything, including, including butterfly, can scare you. Everything, or me, I'm too careful. I'm too careful in life. No. It is no faith. You have no faith. So, so please understand me. You can live a life where you, you, there's no faith at all. Why is it that you had no faith? I pray that nobody will be at this level in the name of Jesus. No faith is the level where faith is zero. It's the level where faith is nowhere to be found in the face of confrontation. When there is an issue, the first thing, you, I mean, which, hey, there are some people, they feel pain here, then they'll begin to go to the net. What? Pain on the right side of getting closer to my hip. What is it? The first thing that comes into their mind when any negative thing is happening is a negative end. That is all what they are experiencing. That is a life of no faith. Whenever you are feeling something negative, your first response is the ability of God. It's the ability of God. Somebody shout amen. I said shout amen. No faith. My head has been aching for three days. What is likely to be happening? When you go, the, the next two, they will give you information. Number one, it can be hypertension. Number two, it can be this. Number three, it can even be tumor in the brain. It's a brain cancer. I say, hey, so am I going to die? Am I going to die? What is happening to you is that you have no faith. Even if it is there, it says by his stripes. By his stripes. Yes. So in the face of confrontation, you will know your level of faith. When issues arise, when things have not happened, when nothing is happening, you think you have faith. But it is in the face of adversity, the face of confrontation, that we see what you are made of. Luke chapter 8 verse 24. Where faith is zero 
calamity is inevitable when your faith is at the ground zero you will always be going through problems upon problems upon problems from this problem you, you, you graduate to the next problem and they came to him and awoke him saying master master we perish master master we perish Jesus woke up and he said oh this secret to what is this you want to kill us before our time nothing like that coming from the environment of Christ no. from today learn to shut up the voices of certain people around you are you listening to what I'm saying are you listening to what I'm saying? Now it's as if everybody is dying young. So we are supposed to do prepare our will. What are you talking about? He said, I'm 80 years. Yes, my eye is not dim. Neither my natural force abated. At the age of 80, Caleb said, give me the mountain. I will take it. At the age of 80, give me that mountain. As my strength was 40 years ago, so it is now. That is the grace of God. As your strength is, as your age is, so shall your strength be. Somebody shout amen. Listen, this is believing in what God has said. Not the normal happening. See, we are eating too many uh, the type of food we are eating now is killing us. So everybody is becoming weak. So when you walk some more, you can't you see that now when you walk some more, you are tired. I say, ah, when I walk, what bokino, what bokino. Don't entertain such things around you. Shout amen. I said, shout amen. Then he arose and rebuked the wind and the raging waters, and they ceased. They were calm. What did he tell them? 25. And he said unto them, Where is your faith? Where is it? Where is your faith? Tonight, may you not be at that level. I said, May you not be at that level. Number two, what is the next level of faith? The next level of faith is what we call the common faith. The common faith. Jude chapter 1, verse 3. Now, this is the type of faith that is available for everyone. Everybody sitting here, you have that level of faith. We are all at the same level. That's what we call common faith. The common faith is what gives birth to salvation. Number one, the common faith is the kind of faith God gives to everyone at the point of salvation. At the point of salvation, God gives everyone a level of faith. Romans chapter 12 verse 3. Romans chapter 12 verse 3. God gives everyone a level of faith. And Romans chapter 12 verse 3. For I say unto you through the grace of God given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to, but to think soberly, according as God has dealt to every man the measure, the measure, the measure. In other words, when we all came to Jesus, God gave, it's like a deposit. When you come into Christ, he gives everybody 500 Ghana, 500 Ghana, 500 Ghana, 500 Ghana, 500 Ghana. Nobody got 20,000 Ghana. So when you see somebody using his money to build mansions, it is that he has learned how to grow the 500. Everybody has the same level of faith. How the faith grows depends on you. Is somebody listening to me? So we all are the same level. We are all at the... Solo, you have 500. Aga has 500. If Aga lays hands on the sick and they are healed, and you, you touch a demon and he slaps you, 
<laughs> the difference is who has grown his faith. So God has brought us to the same level of faith. Say amen. I said say amen. amen. Unfortunately, many believers stop at this level. Many believers stop at the common faith. Where they say, oh, it's okay, I believe in God. Jesus is the son of God. Jesus is God. Even the devils know. That's what the Bible says. The demons know. And for them, when they know it, they shake. You, you say Jesus is Lord and nothing happens in your heart. But the devils even believe and they tremble. So common faith is a, is a, is a fundamental level. And I pray that from today, after this teaching, your level of faith will change in the name of Jesus. From the common faith, you can go to the next level, which is little faith. Little, you have faith, eh? but it is little. Little. Everybody say little. Matthew chapter 6, verse 30. You see, when we talk about little faith, it's a faith that believes in God, but have a little allowance for doubt. It believes in God, but has a little allowance for, for doubt. Matthew chapter 6, verse 30. Therefore, if God clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is not, shall he not be able to clothe you to ye of what? Little faith. So we have little faith. Now, Matthew chapter 8, verse 26. Matthew chapter 8, verse 26. And he said unto them, Why are ye so too fearful, O ye of little faith? faith. So when we talk about little faith it is a kind of faith that believes in God but gives a little allowance for fear. Go and do this thing. They will start it but when trouble comes they say ah maybe I didn't hear. That is little faith. They start the home church. It is not at the beginning they are joyful. They step into it. Hey, hey, hey. But after a while when the sea begins to roar then they say oh maybe I didn't hear. It is not my calling. I can do other things better. Let me concentrate on that. Little faith. They prayed for somebody the first time. Nothing happened. They say, oh, maybe I don't have the gift of healing. It is for some people. They sang. They were told, you can sing. They came to sing. And when they were singing, everybody was sleeping. They said, oh, perhaps this grace is not upon me. They, for, for those with little faith, they take a step. But in the face of confrontation, what is inside them shows. So if you take steps, you started a business. You had faith. God has said it, so I will do it. You started it, and things started backfiring. Then you say, wow, I think this is not my calling. You fold up. That is little faith. That is little faith. From today, I cast little faith out of your life in the name of Jesus. I said, I cast little faith out of your life in the name of Jesus. Matthew chapter 14, verse 26. Let me show you a pictorial explanation of little faith. You have faith at the beginning. Look at this. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, it is a spirit. They cried out. All the disciples were talking. They were afraid. Look at what Peter said. The guy had faith. The guy had faith. But straight away, Jesus spoke unto them, said, be of good cheer. It is I. Be not afraid. Peter heard the voice of the master. He took hold of that voice. That was faith. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it is thou, bid me to come. 
Peter had faith above all the other people. He's, you know the end of the story. He entered into the water. He started walking on the sea as he was coming because things were cool. He thought he was a man of faith. But when troubles came, he started sinking. That is little faith. Little faith is the faith that begins to express faith in the fear, in the faith of, in the face of adversity. Somebody shout amen. amen. I said shout amen. amen. So little faith. You have faith, but in the middle of the faith, there is an expression of doubt. Or say, what do you papa kakra? Little faith. What if it doesn't work? Let's get plan B. What if it does? I have it all, but what if it doesn't work? Little faith is what will make you prophesy to somebody. And the person says, oh, what you are saying, it, it's not true. I don't think it is true. It's not true. Then from that day, you ended your prophetic ministry. <laughs> you have closed down your grace. You have closed down your prophetic ministry. Who told you every prophet is everything they said that came to pass? You need a certain level of faith to have divine expression. Please understand this. You need a certain level of faith to have what? Divine expression. You don't need little faith. The faith you need is our fifth type of faith. That is called great faith. Everybody say great faith. Say it great faith. Yes, you are dividing the X, but we are going. Great faith. Matthew chapter 8, verse 5. Matthew chapter 8, verse 5 to 10. Great faith is the faith that believes in the integrity of the word of God. And when Jesus was entered into Jesus was about to enter into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion, beseeching him. This centurion said that my servant is sick, pray for my servant. Jesus did all that. I mean, the centurion said, You don't have to go to my house. Just say a word. I'm also a man under authority. Just say a word. I know that you are Christ. If you speak, it will happen. Jesus said, wow, I have not seen such great faith. Great faith. Great faith. Great faith is the faith that believes in the integrity of the word of God. Great faith is audacious faith. Great faith is unrelenting faith. Abba. Great faith is what? Great faith is what? Many people think that faith is, is actually the presence of doubt. No. Faith, it can also mean the absence of doubt, but the ignoring of the doubt. The doubt will come. Something will tell you, I, think, I don't think this one is what You do it again. Great faith. Are you listening to what I'm talking about? For you to have great faith, you pray for the sick, it didn't happen, nothing happened. You pray for the next person, it didn't happen. You don't pack your healing ministry and pump it somewhere. You do it again and do it again and do it again. The fact that you are doing it again is a sign of faith. Is somebody listening to what I'm saying? You start the business and suddenly it's as if the business is collapsing. And actually maybe it even collapses. You go in again. What didn't I do well? You organize yourself. Go again. Do it again. And it will work. He said to he said, dip yourself in this seven times. First time, nothing. Second time, nothing. Sometimes your miracle will happen at the seventh hour. Great faith is the faith that does not make you give up easily. I said great faith is unrelenting. That is great faith. 
If God said it, doesn't matter how, how much I fail, I will do it again. Somebody shout amen. Somebody shout amen. And so, great faith is stubborn faith. God comes and says, Are you, you shall, you shall heal the sick. You shall be a prophet unto nations. And yet you look at yourself and say that, Ah, it, 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 it is, I don't see anything. But yet you keep confessing, I'm a prophet. Yet you keep confessing, I heal the sick. The grace of God is upon my life. So one day you, you develop your faith. You call somebody. Your wife is sick. You want to try it in the house. You call your wife. I'm going to pray for you. God is going to touch you now. Then you pray. As for your wife, you can have mobile on you and say, oh, it's, it's gone. It's gone. Maybe the pain is even there, but it's gone. Try it on your child. A child cannot lie. So you call your child and say, come, I want to pray for you. I say, take in the name of Jesus. Go. It is gone. He says, go. He said, daddy is still there. Daddy is still there. <laughs> I have prayed for my children on several occasions. Gabby will tell me it's not gone. Daddy, the pain is there. Hey! Does it mean that the next time she has pain, I don't pray for her? Does it mean I don't pray for her? You pray till one day. She'll say, wow, daddy is gone. Is gone. That is great faith. You do it until... It works. Somebody shout amen. Please, from today, don't say it one, two, you don't see it and you change your confession. Don't say it one, two, it doesn't work, then you find another thing to do. That is little faith. That is little faith. Great faith is being persistent, being consistent, and being persistent is great faith. Do it until, minister, it works. Do it until it works. Somebody shout amen. I said shout amen. Now I am closing with this. How do you grow your faith? How do you grow your faith? Number one, if you want to grow your faith, please increase your access to scriptural light. Increase access to scriptural light. Psalm 119 verse 105. Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. You must increase your level of scriptural light. You must be full of the word. Is somebody listening to me? Faith comes by receiving the light of the word. Romans chapter 10 verse 17. Faith comes by what? Hearing. And hearing what? The word of God. So if you want there to be a change, please, this is, this is a fundamental truth you cannot boycott. If you want your faith to increase, just expose yourself to the word of God. To the word of God. To light. The more light you have, the more faith you have. Little light can handle little darkness. Bigger light can handle great darkness. But mega light handles mega darkness. The more light you have, the more faith you have. The more faith you have, the more things you can confront. Is somebody listening to what I'm saying? And we'll repeat it over and over and over again. Increase your access to reading the word of God. Number two, increase your access to hearing the word of God. Faith comes by hearing. As you keep on hearing, the message is played. As you keep on hearing, something enters into you. 
the spirit entered into me as he spake unto me. So the spirit of God enters into you the more he speaks to you. Ezekiel chapter 2 verse 2 and Acts chapter 10 verse 40 to 44. And as Peter spoke unto them, the spirit of the Lord fell upon them. If you want the spirit of God to fall upon you, access, get access to light, revelation. Listen to the word of God anyhow. As the more you listen, the more your faith is being turned. Somebody shout amen. amen. Receive that grace to desire for the word of God. Receive that grace in the name of Jesus. Number two, how do you grow your faith? I'm closing now, so just flow with the tide. Number two, continually assessing your association. Association is very important. Why? Because association determines assimilation, and assimilation determines destination. Association, your association will determine what you take in. What you take in. Please, most of us, we are taking in rubbish. We are taking in things that are killing our faith by reason of our association. And what you take in will determine what happens tomorrow. Is somebody listening to me? He that walks with the wise shall be wise, but a companion of fools shall be destroyed. Proverbs chapter 13, verse 20. 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 8. Look at what happened. To, to, to faithful Jonah faithful for that righteous man dwelling among them in seeing and hearing seeing and hearing vexed his righteous soul from that day he vexed his soul he was hearing negative things he was seeing negative things please if you want your faith to be on fire work with people who are also demonstrating faith I listen to what I'm talking about. You are walking with a friend. You see somebody. Somebody says, I am sick. The friend says, let me pray for you. I pray in Jesus' name. And the, and the guy becomes healed. You say, wow. Koyaku, sour oil. I say, it's just faith. It will, it, will, it, will, it will empower you to also do same. Don't walk with people. Ask Daniel. He will tell you that the three Hebrew guys that they were, were working together, they were of like faith. Iron sharpened iron. What who becomes your association? Because your association will determine your destination. Don't just allow people to come around you because you are Mr. Perfect gentleman. No, determine who comes around you. Receive that wisdom in the name of Jesus. Look at Daniel and his friends. They spoke one language. They said, even if God does not save us, we know. They were all operating at the level of faith. Association. Association. Watch who you associate yourself with. Don't work with people. Don't work with people who always will criticize everything. Who always will speak negative of every situation. You need people who can tell you, oh God, you can do it. It is possible. Try it. I tried it. It worked. You can also try it. You need people who, who will inject fire into your bones. You don't need people you, you originally you don't want to do. And their voice is also killing you. You need people who will inject some fire in your bones. Even when you don't want to do it, by the counsel of that person, you are, you are moved on to do it. Receive that grace in the name of Jesus. Receive that grace in the name of Jesus. You saw what happens in, that, in Numbers chapter 13 when Moses chose 12 spies. Go and spy the land for 40 days. They came. Numbers chapter 13 from verse 17 coming to all the way to 30. They came. Ten of them said, Hey, the land there eh, is true. It's flowing with milk and honey. But the people there, 
they are great. The sons of Anak, they are even the giants are there. Joshua said, shut up. What kind of spirit is this? And the people continued again in Numbers 14. They said, we didn't even finish and Joshua was doing to know. Let us go deeper into what happened there. Go to Numbers chapter 14. Let's see, let's see what happened there. Numbers chapter 14. And all the congregation lifted up their voices and cried and wept that night. By reason of the negative confession of 10 people, almost about 4 million people were deceived. Four million people. Do you know one of the things that the people said that is funny to me? They said that when we saw them, we were as ants, antelopes or grasshoppers before them. And so we were in their sight. grasshoppers. How would you know how they are seeing you? You know, sometimes when we don't want to do something, we give excuses. This is the type of excuse. I said, grasshoppers. Were they in the minds of the enemy? And then look, the people started crying in Numbers chapter 14. They were going to stone them. Going to stone Joshua and Caleb. They were taking stones in chapter verse 2. They took stones. They were about to stone them. And the presence of the Lord entered the tabernacle. He said that as for my servant um, Caleb and Joshua, they have a different spirit. What spirit is that? It's a spirit of faith. We all having this same spirit of faith. Therefore, we have spoken. We, we see and we have spoken. Somebody, let there be a change in your level of faith. Let there be a change in your level of faith. Somebody shout Amen. I said shout amen. Now, number three, as I am closing. Number three, continuous exercise. Exercise your faith. Exercise your faith. First Timothy chapter four, verse eight. When you exercise yourself in faith, you build your faith muscles. When you exercise yourself in faith, you build your faith muscles. For bodily exercise profited little. That means that we have bodily exercise and we have spiritual exercise. Bodily exercise profited little, but spiritual exercise profited much. Please, listen to me. You must learn to exercise your faith. What, the, what do I mean by exercising your faith? Just do it. Even if it does not work, do it. That is how you grow your faith. Are you listening to what I'm talking about? Are you listening to what I'm talking about? Even if it does not work, do it. Somebody shout, I will do it. Shout it again, I will do it. First Timothy chapter 4 verse 14. Look at what Paul, um, Paul told Timothy. Neglect not the gift of God which is in you. He said there is something in you. Timothy, Timothy, there is something in you. Don't neglect it. Don't neglect it. What did he say in verse 15? What did he say? Meditate upon this thing. Give thyself wholly to them. That ability in you, that gift in you, that grace in you. Don't neglect it. Once you keep yourself to it, once you keep yourself to it, it will happen. You say today, I'll prophesy. You stand there, you don't hear even one voice. All you say is that God said it is well. God is with you. Don't give up. Tell yourself, I am anointed by God. I have the ability. Don't give up. It is continuous 
exercise. Say amen. I said say amen. One day I went, we went to Borga. I told you this before. We went to Borga. There's a woman who could not stretch her hands. I told the whole church. Huh? Thousands of people in Borga Polytechnic. Thousands of, I told the people that this, this woman will be healed. I believed in my heart. I did all the gymnastics. The woman became even more crooked. And I told the people, God will continue to heal her. And I went away. That was a stage where it, my faith could have been killed. But you must be continuously exercising the faith. Maybe today it didn't work. But tomorrow it shall work. One day suddenly something will work. I pray that you will not give up. I pray that you will not give up. Don't give up on that business. Don't give up on that idea. Don't give up on that ministry. Do not give up in the name of Jesus Christ. Somebody shout amen. Number five, as I close, increase in your knowledge of God. The more of God's knowledge you have, the more of faith that is built. The more you know God, the more faith that is built. Daniel chapter 11, verse 32. They that do know their God, they that know more about their God, they that have revelation about their God, they shall work strong. They shall work strong and they shall do exploits. If you want your faith to increase, increase your level of knowledge. Increase your level of revelation. Now I pray by the spirit of God let your faith level change. Let the level of your faith change. Let the level of your faith change. Lift up your voice and pray in the Holy Ghost for the next three minutes. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Shatalalabamata Shatatatata Pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Thank you for listening to this message. We believe this word will produce results in your life as you give attention to it. For more messages, Kindly follow Enoch and DC Ministries on Telegram and any podcast app for downloads. God bless you.